How can an awareness of empathy help you work with your donors? Hi, I'm Bill Stanjakevich. This is the first day from the fundraising school, and I'm joined today by Martin Bout. He's the director of major gifts at Indiana University's Maurer School of Law on our Bloomington campus. And in addition to his frontline expertise in fundraising, Martin has recently co uh, completed some research on the importance of empathy alongside our colleague, Dr. Sarah Conrath. And Martin, what did you and Sarah find as it relates to empathy and fundraising? It was fascinating. So we did a study on uh, expressions of empathy in contact reports. And you would mm -hmm. think that uh, contact reports are you know, an afterthought, just recording what you have yeah. learned. But they are uh, remarkable sources of information about how the donor and the fundraiser work together and the uh, development of the relationship between the donor and the organization. Um, one of the things that we found, this is a, the, the biggest thing, is that we found some evidence for this idea that fundraisers are the go-between between the donor's interests and the organization's interests. Right. And this is something that you know the fundraising school teaches and uh, a lot of fundraising experts say, like, look, you have to look for the interests of the donor and match them to the uh, interest of the organization. That's mm -hmm. how major gifts get born. This mm -hmm. is how you uh, fund transformational uh, change. And what we found is that if you looked at the contact reports, as much or slightly more cognitive empathy, the ability to understand uh, the donor's emotions mm -hmm. and uh, their own ideas and perspectives, was present in those contact reports above mentions of this is what we are looking for from the donor. Oh. So if you looked at fundraising specific topics, they were in there about 37%. 40% of the time they talked about what the donor wanted mm -hmm. out of that relationship. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a very good indication of uh, what we're doing as a fundraiser. And when we looked at the amount of times that money came back, for example, as a topic, because we also looked at some linguistic factors, money was a small fraction and much less so than in everyday language. So fundraisers, um, uh, that, you know, the title that we give ourselves is even a euphemism, because really what we're doing is we're tending to these relationships. We're uh, working on what is it that the donor wants out of this relationship, and that is where we focus our attention. So we look at three definitions at the fundraising school. One, of course, is philanthropy, voluntary action for the public good. And then we look at fundraising, the gentle art of teaching the joy of giving. Martin, in between is development. When I take time to develop a relationship with the donor, the prospective donor, to understand what he or she cares about, what they value, why they want to be philanthropic, and to see how that could align with the mission and the values of my organization. It sounds like that's what you and Sarah have come up with yes. here, is, yeah. is that bridge during the development process. Mm -hmm. So for those fundraisers who are not yet doing that, for that 37% or the 60% who are not talking about the donor and their values, what can they be doing uh, on that development skill to have that empathy to find out why the donor cares? Well, uh, and, and uh, empathy experts may correct me on this, but I think empathy is a uh, essentially human characteristic. It's something that most of us carry in us, uh, except for people that may lack empathy, which, you know, um, uh, Sarah is an expert on mm -hmm. empathy uh, research, and she has researched narcissists, people who lack empathy. Right. Um, most people carry some form of empathy already in themselves. Um, and one of the things is cognitive empathy is an intellectual process. It's mm -hmm. something that you actively do and actively engage in. And you can actually learn that. And I think that if you um, feel uh, and yourself that you're looking much 
towards uh, too much towards what the organization wants, or, or at least what your goal is with the relationship, um, then just stop and ask questions. What is it that the donor uh, inspired the donor to start, for, for example, giving or volunteering with the organization? What is their intrinsic motivation to engage with the cause that you're mm -hmm, championing? Mm -hmm. um, and that's basically the doorway through which you step with cognitive empathy. Um, I'll talk real briefly about two things that we found in those contact reports. One is theory of mind, and the other one is uh, emotional empathy. Okay. Theory of mind is basically being able to ascribe to others perspectives and desires. So for example, if you said to me, uh, I would like to have a coffee, mm -hmm. like, and I write down, he would like to have a coffee, yes. I've acknowledged that you have your own desires and perspectives. Right. right? Um, emotional empathy, that's a separate category that we looked at, is me expressing care for you mm -hmm. and saying like, I think Bill really would like to have a coffee mm -hmm. and, and say, Bill, would you like a coffee? This is, right. would be an expression of my emotional empathy mm -hmm. with you. When we looked at, uh, and I'm going to uh, circle back to our research now, when we looked at what things had an, an impact on giving or at least were related to, to giving, we found that higher levels of cognitive and emotional empathy were positively correlated with higher levels of giving. Now, this is a very tentative finding that we've had, mm -hmm. but it does show you that there is some relationship. And we can't guarantee that it is the, the cognitive empathy that actually leads to that higher giving, because it could actually be that we treat fun, uh, donors better if they already are giving at higher levels, or it could be a third factor that could uh, influence that. But it shows you that there is some link between how well we understand the, the donor uh, and uh, respond to their wishes and desires and how they feel about giving to us because it seems like there is a, uh, a positive connection there. Now, if you turn it back to what can I do as a fundraiser, listen and right. respond to what they are asking you to do, uh, solve problems for them, and try and figure out how you can, as an organization, achieve the goals that the donor has with their philanthropy. And I think that that is one of the key lessons here. Martin, as you're talking about fundraising with empathy, at, at the fundraising school, we talk about the difference between altruism and empathy. Uh, people often use those words in a synonymous way, and they are related. They're kind of cousins in the English language, but they are different. Altruism is uh, that I care about others or I care about another cause. Empathy is I am putting myself in your shoes. I care deeply about you and I'm really understanding your particular perspective. It's a much deeper level of others focused relationship. And that's what I'm hearing you say here that so often as fundraisers, you know, we're interested on the gift range chart and, and where are we with our goals and our fundraising matrix. And of course, fundraising is a management function and back at the office, we need to be measuring those things to see how we're making progress and to be able to plan well for the future but not when we're with the donor. We really need to be practicing these skills of empathy to really understand where they're coming from. Yeah, exactly, and one of the motivations that we uh, used for this research is um, what are more holistic ways that we can look at the success of our fundraising program? Mm -hmm. Because if you look at the traditional ways we measure this yeah. is by the number of times that we go out and ask for money and how much money we raise. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, all fundraisers will have a version of this story that you go to a donor and you, uh, you get a check for $1,000 and the request never to come back again. Yeah. And that has nothing to do with you as a fundraiser, but it's really that the donor has expressed uh, a desire to stop their relationship. But by the traditional measures, I had a visit and I had a gift. You know, I could have had a successful day. Um, 
But if we don't take the donor's uh, wishes or the development in the donor themselves, the transformation that happens in the donor, uh, if we don't take that into account, I think we're missing part of the, the equation. And the when you look at uh, contact reports uh, and what, what we looked at is that we really found that the contact reports that included a lot of cognitive empathy really focused in on the long, uh, the longitudinal mm -hmm. version of the mm -hmm. relationship. If you look at, we looked at higher education and um, people graduate in our alumni the moment that they get their diploma. Right. So if you s measure from the time they start giving to the time that they pass away, those relationships with that organization have existed for 30, 40 years. Okay, yep. And if you think about like how, uh, much, how much part the fundraiser is of that mm -hmm. process, it's maybe one-sixth of the time. So it is really important for us to focus on like how does that uh, relationship develop over time. And paying attention to the donor, like having this, this sense of like, I really want to know what makes this relationship important to you. Yeah is necessary to 30 years from then also still know what is going on with that donor. So um, one, of the, one of the things that we conclude from our research is that we really have to do a good job of recording uh, these kinds of states of mind. So it's not just like the donor agreed to a thousand dollar gift, but the donor felt very strongly about the scholarship recipient and therefore would like to make a thousand dollar gift. And I'm just giving you a, a very yeah. small example, but those are distinctly different, right? So it focuses either on the donor or it focuses on the, on the organization, but it can focus on both, right? Mm -hmm. So, and that is really what, you know, what you know, I believe and I think a lot of fundraising experts believe to be the place where we are, where that go between, That's between right. the donor's interests and the organization's interest. And we live in a fast-paced culture. You know, we have the microwave oven. We want things instantly. We have the TV remote control. If we even watch television anymore because we can just get the snippets we want on the internet, and that does not apply to fundraising. Certainly some donor relationships happen faster than others. But what Martin's talking about in his research alongside Dr. Sarah Conrath is this takes time. Uh, it could take time for the first gift and for subsequent gifts afterwards. So we have to be a little countercultural by being willing to take time to develop those relationships, whether that first gift takes a couple, three years. Well, you said if it takes 30 to 40 years of a relationship for multiple gifts of financial support, and that requires empathy, which takes time to listen, to ask questions, to listen some more, to observe. Look for that twinkle in the eye. Look for the body language. Listen for the expression in the voice. Certainly, as you see from Martin and Sarah's research, this is scientifically based, but at the end of the day, fundraising is the gentle art of teaching the joy of giving. And we have information like this in all of our public courses, 12 public courses in 15 U.S. cities, custom training in the United States and around the world uh, that you can access via our website. We have quarterly webinars. We have this free weekly podcast, special events like the Leadership Roundtable, many ways that we can bring practical, research-based, evidence-based, in-depth research to you that can sharpen your skills for successful fundraising. Our website is philanthropy dot iupui dot edu forward slash the fundraising school. I'm Bill Stajakevich and now you are up to date on this first day from the fundraising school. <laughs>